Welcome, Dr. James Beckett, Sports Card Insights here with Joe Davis, Got Baseball Cards. We're going to talk about just the kind of the ripple effect of what's what Joe has seen in, uh, in, in the industry, and I've seen too, and other people maybe are talking about it. But we're going to kind of flesh it out that uh, as we've seen some of the huge, biggest, biggest stars, prices increase. There's been um, not, not trailing very far behind, but there's been some uh, ripple effect of, to the next tier of stars. So we'll flesh that out across the sports with Joe uh, after thanking sponsors, Beckett Media, Beckett Grading, Beckett Authentication, ComC.com, Burbank Sports Cards, Mike Stadium Sports Cards, Heritage Auctions, Huggins and Scott Auctions, Tops, Panini, and Upper Deck. I can safely say that all of the sponsors are impacted by this topic. Uh, any positive news for Michael Jordan, for example, Joe, is now apparently good for all basketball stars because he's that's the rising tide that's that's mm-hmm. all the boats so have you ever seen anything like this and um uh, and welcome to the show joe yeah it's great to be back jim and um look forward to sharing with your listeners today um i, I honestly have I, I was telling one of my employees last week i said been in the hobby since you know really full-time really since the late 80s when i was in college doing shows and, and you know, definitely full-time since 91 but i've never seen such demand for veterans and it's specific products that people are chasing the veterans in. And I started calling it the iconic card chase because it's not really based on the player. It starts with the product and people are buying these iconic brands. Like you mentioned, Jordan um, with him, it's definitely the iconic player. But what, um, what we started seeing with Jordan was people started buying up, not just his second year and third year and fourth year, but every year. Um, and, and we saw tremendous ama- demand, we're seeing for like his tops Chrome issues and his tops finest and some of those those early Chrome cards of Jordan. We see crazy demand, and then we've seen that roll over to other players. And it feels like it started with basketball because we started seeing crazy demand for LeBron, like his first Prism card, and then uh, early finest and Chrome cards on LeBron. And the ripple effect has has rolled are, over. Go ahead. These are his tenth year cards. Oh yeah. So it yeah. used to be the rookie and second and third maybe, and now it's the tenth. But if it's if it's the right brand, the premium brand. Now, would you say that is it? Does it also apply? So, brand is really important. Mm-hmm. It, does it also apply to some of these in-action cards and combo cards and other specials or inserts, or is it mainly base cards of premium brands? It's primarily base uh, and base parallels. Um, but the the huge increase that we're seeing is the, the chase has been for base most of all. I mean, maybe because we don't have you know as many of the key parallels of these guys, and we're not seeing the orders for those. But uh, like we're seeing demand for first year of every brand of LeBron and Brady. And I mean, it's insane. A 2012 Brady Prism PSA 10 sold for over 800, like $800. And that's, you know, 12th year card and uh, LeBron sold for 1800. And then I even saw a 16 optic, which of course, first year optic Tom Brady 10 sold for over $200. I mean, that's been a three, $4 card for the last four years. But, uh, but, but raw, what are, what raw, are, yeah. raw, what are they selling for? And basically if it's raw and would be equivalent to an eight, is that yeah. still going to be the raw price? Are, are, are people able to buy a raw card at a, at a more reasonable price and then get it graded? Oh yeah. That, that's where it gets jacked up. If it's, yeah. does it have to be at least a nine or, or you gotta be 9.5 and tens? Um, I mean, of course people are rolling the dice, buying them up to try to get the tens, but I'll give you an example. Um, one of the early, um, or cards that, that started this part of the shift was the 1819 optic LeBron, which was his, not his first optic card, but it was his first Laker card. Um, we just sold a, we had a PSA 10 close for over $300 and even nines. We sold one for 50 last week. And, you know, last, I mean, I bought those for $2 a card raw 
a couple months ago and so or maybe three months ago so not you know once the once the tens are you know clearing a hundred dollars you're seeing the nines you know bring in 25 or so 25 30 um so even nines if you buy them at the right price you're, you're not going to get hurt um a lot of the kind of stuff I've, i mean i've sent in i sent in over a thousand cards just last week and most of it was chrome type veterans and older michael jordan cards and I, my, mainly my goal was as long as we're not as long as this is a nine we're safe so, and tens will be a bonus. Back in the day, you know, back in the day, it was six weeks ago, maybe, that that uh, the, the player uh, on the card is really, really important. That's a huge determinant of value, determinant of value, the condition of the card uh, and the age of the card. But this, this what has happened lately is the brand. The Correct. The brand, even for a base card, it's 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 astounding. But it's it's welcome because, okay. as we've said, if, if a hobby hobby that doesn't appreciate uh, base cards is 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 not as healthy of a hobby as one where the base cards are. Hey, I got this player instead of thing. I got the player, but it's only a base card. Um, so I'm encouraged by that. Yeah, and what what's really interesting is it's starting, like I said, with your LeBron and your Jordan and so forth. But it is trickling down to your semi stars, to your minor stars. Um, like you take twelve, thirteen prism basketball, where the the LeBron you know, shot up so high. We after that happened, we started seeing orders for, you know, Duran and then Westbrook and Curry and all the way down to some of your minor stars. And people weren't just buying a card. They were wanting everything we had in stock. So you knew that was investors saying, I want to load up on quantities of this brand of, of names that I know. And it's especially true of Hall of Famers and future Hall of Famers. Right. And, and is it uh, is it an aesthetic thing or is it uh, in other words, some of these cards are outright beautiful. Yes. Others are just premium brands that are expensive and they're glitzy, but not necessarily beautiful. Is this partly about the aesthetics of, of some of these creative premium brands that I won't say spare no expense, but they're they're very professionally designed. Yeah. I, great when you show them to somebody. Right. I, I think that's definitely part of it. I think it's more so people are following the trend like they go like first year prism in every sport. Even even 2012 prism baseball has blown up. It's not even licensed. But people are, you know, the Trouts have blown up, the Jeters, the Griffies, Boja. I mean, any of your iconic guys, you know, the Hall of Famers or, or the, the people that are known well, those have taken off. First year select in every sport is taking off. And we're even seeing it, you know, we're huge in soccer. And, 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 and on our website, usbreaks.com, we do tons of soccer breaks. And in the last three weeks, we're even seeing the chase for base cards in soccer. I mean, tons of demand for Messi and Ronaldo and, you know, the other top stars from their first prism product and first select product. So it's, it's going all across, across all sports now. Uh, you know, we're in the middle of the last dance and that's, I think been an excellent example of exactly what we're talking about is that mm -hmm. the, the emphasis on Jordan, it was kind of Jordan's team, but he, there wouldn't have been a Michael Jordan to the fullest perhaps without Scotty Pippen and, and, you know, Kukoc and Rodman and other Steve Kerr. But, um, you know, that's a, that's another example of that. What, what's interesting to me is because I think it, it was really cool. Like baseball seems to be more prospect uh, uh, driven, you know, that there people are optimistic that this uh, minor leaguer or emerging big leaguer is going to have a 20 year career and be the next whatever. But basketball, it seems, you know, people hit the ground running. And uh, most of this basketball run up is on veterans. It seems like our, let's say, proven stars. Sorry. And football, perhaps. Pretty similar. much the same, but football, what, what do you, do you, in your area, do you see football lagging basketball, the basketball being kind of the cultural uh, pace setter for our industry? 
And yeah, football lagging now? It's not too far behind. Football is definitely second in terms of the chase for these. I mean, we're seeing a, a ton of demand for Brady, Breeze, Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, Peyton Mannings. I mean, Manning rookies have have gone up like 600% in the last month. I mean, it's it's crazy. It's been certain ones I'm talking about. But, um, again, we better brands, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like his top Chrome rookies have blown up. And so um, so we're seeing – because with Panini, you know, they both had tw- – 2012 was the first year for Prism. And then, then 13 was the first year for Select Football. So we're seeing a lot of demand for all the key stars out of both of those products. And then, then we're seeing first-year Optic 2016. We're seeing a ton of demand for the first-year Optic in football. You know, are these some of the same cards and not the biggest stars, but are these some of the same cards that that uh, contemporaneously when these products came out would have been left on the counter? Um, I mean, not the biggest stars. But. Uh, we, we have seen, uh, we've definitely seen that change because, yeah, we've seen people drop off tons of, uh, over the years, you know, they pull their big hits, drop off the rest, walk out the door. Um, I think people are going to start saying, you know, we might better hang on to those. Uh, and we started seeing that a little bit last year. People were like, hey, this is LeBron's first Laker card. This is um, uh, Curry's, you know, this is Anthony Davis's first Laker card, whatever. And so people, and, and like even this year, we started seeing people hang on to Luca. They're like, well, it's Luca's second year, but, you know, he's a star. I better start hanging on to that. So uh, we, we have definitely seen a shift. Uh, less and less people are just, oh, not that anybody's been in the store for six weeks, but less and less people are just, um, more people are hanging on to their veterans, put it that way. Um, you know, one of the sponsors we have is Panini, and Panini is in the unique position of having this experiment. They have basketball and they have football, and the, the coast is clear for both of those for them to do the best they can, and they're doing some of the same brands and same price points. What advice do you have for them that football is so far behind basketball when they're doing the same stuff? Are the football guys messing up, or is basketball just emerging in our American collective consciousness. Well, it's not even American. I mean, basketball has become the biggest global brand by far. I mean, there's so much money that comes in overseas for basketball and, and, and you see basketball releases that are made exclusively for, you know, other countries and other areas. And uh, so, uh, so basketball is the global leader along with soccer uh, because we are seeing, of course we have tons of global demand for soccer, but, and whereas football is, is an American sport, you know, we don't see orders from Japan for football cards in general. You know, we see orders for basketball from every corner of the planet. So uh, I think that's part of it. And, and two, I mean, this is, you know, we've had, you got to think about it. We've had two years in a row with phenomenal rookie crops. I mean, you, you had just a, you know, you had a phenomenal year last year. You had a a, a, a uh, league-changing player in Luca come along, and then Trey Young, and then of course you had Zion and and Ja this year. I mean, you you've had, and I, mean, I could go down the list, and you know them as well as I do. But you've had two super studs in both of the last two years, which has really helped drive a lot of demand for NBA product. So football is normal, and basketball is, is exceptional. Yeah, good way to look at it. Yeah, and uh, what is soccer like? Is soccer more like hockey? I mean, a bit where the where there's l- perhaps less collectors, but they're very very passionate. Um, I mean, on a global scale, for us, uh, soccer is is huge. I mean, we I mean we break more soccer product than we do anything else. I mean, we we daily breaking soccer cases on our site, um, and we know that market pretty well. I mean, I mean, I I personally bought up a lot of fourteen World Cup singles recently because. I saw this trend going on with all Prism and all the other sports. So I was like, well, you know, the first year Prism soccer is 2014. And sure enough, we've seen the Messi as an example, the Messi base card, uh, which was five, $6, three, four weeks ago. It's selling for like $30 now. 
And so we are seeing, um, uh, as far as overall demand, soccer for us has grown tremendously. It used to be where a product would come out of soccer and I could call up my distributor or call Panini. Hey, we need, you know, you still got some more cases of this in stock. Yeah, no problem. No problem. And now it's like, can I get X, Y, Z of an upcoming product? They're like, well, you're going to be allocated. We can only give you this many. So that just shows the global demand is growing when I can't just reorder, you know, I and mean, there was a lot of products that for the next year, you could still go back and replace it at original cost, but not the case anymore. You know, one of the things that, uh, people have learned if they've been in the hobby a long time is that there's an era called the junk wax or the, uh, the era of maximum card availability from back in the eighties and early nineties. And basically if people walked into a card shop like yours and said, I've got a monster box full of uh, cards from the late eighties, you probably, I don't know, unless they're basketball. I mean, there might right. be some exceptions, but in general, you maybe would not even buy them. I don't even know that you'd want them to leave them behind. Right. However, if somebody walked in now and it's a 15 year old kid and he says, I've got a monster box of commons and I'd like to, for you to make an offer for him. If you open it up and all you see is optic prism, uh, you know, stuff from the last few years, you're probably making an offer. Oh yeah. Uh, actually I've always done, if it's recent, I've always done that. Uh, you're correct. Late eighties, especially baseball yeah. um, and to a lesser degree. Even football. with stars. Even with stars. Yeah. Yeah. It's like people call me and, you know, like, well, we have a hundred of those in stock. I don't really need more, but I mean, late eighties basketball, of course, yeah. uh, or even, even hockey, you know, that's in demand. But, uh, uh, but yeah, now in modern commons, I have always actively bought back for years and years and years, thankfully. And so it's great to go back. And uh, I mean, I, just the other week I had a guy bring a, a car load. He brought me about, I'll say the other week, it's been two months, I guess, since we've been closed, but he brought me probably 25,000 and he wanted, I don't remember, it was 200 or $250. And this was stuff from the last three years. Um, you know, he had stripped the big stuff. He'd stripped the inserts. And so then when all the LeBron prism stuff started taking off and the Giannis prism stuff, I went through, there was a uh, couple of 5,000 of 17, 18 prism basketball. And I pulled a huge stack of LeBron's and Giannis's. I'm like, oh, paid for the whole deal. You know, so, so yeah, we, we love buying modern commons because there, there's always, uh, especially with the demand for veteran stars out of the Chrome stuff now. Well, we're out of, out of uh, time, but I'll tell you what, Joe, it's hard to think about ending on a more positive note that uh, dealers are now buying commons and uh, eager to have commons, uh, recent commons walk through the door. Cause again, that's the antidote for this uh, hobby being overheated when every card can find a home. Yeah. And there's no cards that are junk or trash. And uh, that's, those are the times we're in. So thanks, Joe. Thanks listeners. We'll be back again uh, tomorrow with another episode. In the meantime, uh, stay safe and uh, enjoy this uh, wonderful hobby.